Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you here with my good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Yes, it's a Wednesday. We had Tuesday night football. I'm wearing the Extra Points hat, by the way. You can get it in the store, extrapoints.com. You guys don't have yours yet, I see. You'll have yours soon, I think. Not yet, but I think that everybody listening to the podcast agrees that you look fantastic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Everyone listening could see through, but yes, yes. So um, maybe, maybe somehow I'll uh, I'll post this or something. Yeah, it's a neat looking. Dave, you like trucker hats, right? I like hats just fine, and I'm really interested in wearing one now since on our last episode, uh, the bald-headed fashionista, Joel, the producer, (laughs) attacked my hairstyle. I've really reached a new low. When someone who looks like Joel is attacking my appearance, I don't know what. I need need a new hat. (laughs) Meantime... Wednesday, where are you at? No football game for us? Tisk, tisk. I thought every day of the week now had a pro football Soon game. Soon enough, I think every day we'll have a pro football game, or Monday or Tuesday will become the dumping grounds for teams whose facilities are uh, locked up. I thought that would be an issue for the Tennessee Titans. Apparently it wasn't. They won 42-16. FanDuel had them installed as a three-point underdog, because why not? Like I said, out of the last 16 days when they tried to uh, – produce negative tests. I think the facility was closed 13 out of 16, and yet no one looked like they had practiced more. No one looked more in sync. No one looked more focused than the Tennessee Titans in a 42-16 route of the undefeated Buffalo Bills. What the hell? Is this it, guys? Is it just this this is a year of that, that nothing at all makes sense? Is that just we write that off like that? Yeah, it's nothing at all makes sense, but it's also this was a situation designed for Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel loves coming into into underdog situations or feeling like it's him against the world in the in the divisional round last year with the Ravens, you know, and he he was doing planks on the sideline before every game and Mm. upending the Patriots. I feel like this is obviously a much more bizarre, sad kind of underdog situation. But I was I I thought of this because I was listening to his presser after the game. I'm I'm a sports media loser who watches the (laughs) press conferences when I don't have to for work. But and people were asking him, the first question was, um, did this feel like a game of want and desire? And Rabel's like, every game's a game of want and desire. We want to win every game. And then someone said, were you surprised, you know, even yourself at how good you guys played? And he was like, I would never doubt this football team. And I was mm. like, OK, so Vrabel is just the perfect guy to fire a team up to do something like this. Yeah, he's just uh, pretending there's no hostility, nothing going on around right. it. But that that's fine. He could pat himself on the back or whatever he wants to do. The fact that it, it looked like they knew how to tackle. They remembered everything. They haven't played in like three weeks, Dave. What 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 the hell are we watching anymore? Um, I mean, that's exactly right. In in the year where um, everything is upside down and, you know, uh, black is white and positives are somehow um, a positive for this Titans team, they, they've nearly derailed the pro football season. And yet somehow they've positioned themselves as um, as no one outside this locker room believes in us. I, I, it makes my head spin that that they were able to go in there and without the practice mm-hmm. derail America's team. Um, you know, 2020, it was a disappointing um, result for, for the Buffalo <laughs> Bills there. Yeah, I, I, 
But, you know, the, Mike Vrabel invoking the no one outside this locker room believes in us and is a rallying cry and the, the Titans all buying it at the player level is uh, quite a thing. Quite a thing. Yeah. Good for them. Good I, for them. I, uh, I had Clay Travis, who's my co-host on Fox Bet Live, Monday through Friday on FS1, 5 p.m. Eastern. He was at the game. He's a big Titans fan. He's a terrible, terrible person. I don't recommend anyone meet him. But um, <laughs> what, he's at the game. He's taunting me. He's taunting Rachel Bonetta and Todd Furman, my other co-host. He's like, oh, I, I, I would not know what it's like to root for a team that's lost a game. What's it like, guys? What's it like? And he's sending pictures from the game. I was like... Please celebrate by kissing everyone in that stadium. Please do everyone <laughs> a favor and do that. A nice smooch uh, for 10 or 12,000, however many people. Um, I guess this just goes on and on, Charlotte. I guess uh, we just, should we just get used to the fact that nothing makes sense? There's games on Tuesdays. Teams that haven't practiced in 16 days are going to win and win handily. And uh, the Super Bowl champ is going to somehow be the Jets. Oh, my God. Well, that part. <laughs> I don't know about that last part. But, yeah, it's one of those things. It feels like it. it's it could get spun so easily into like galaxy brain shit where people are like, well, it just goes to show, you know, you got to rest your team. You actually shouldn't like load management in the NFL. You know, like I can see all of the ways that fans are going to come up with when their team does it, it's great. But when another team does it, it's irresponsible and awful. And I think that's just the most 2020 sports fandom possible outcome here. Yeah, this is this. If you can't beat them, join them. Let's get on this. (laughs) Go, go Titans, go Astros, go all. I, I mean, uh, this is this is the way to root going forward. I do Maybe. think, though, sorry, one one thing, though, I, something that bugs me a little bit about the whole villain narrative attached to the Titans now is unless something came out that I missed, I, we I don't know necessarily what if it wasn't someone being reckless? What if it was someone who, you know, has to put their kid in daycare and then the wrong kid came? Like, I just I feel like, yes, probably it was most likely someone being careless. But also this thing isn't we can't see it. It's not like there's a blue cloud when someone breathes out COVID and you try to just not walk through it, although that there would be convenient. Is, there's no there's no gender reveal for COVID <laughs> responsibility. I think you're right. Actually, you are right. And uh, all we know is that they had an unauthorized practice at a high school uh, on a high school field. Other than that, you're exactly right. We're just trained to be angry at the fact that the Titans are a constant reminder that we're probably not going to get through this season or it's going to be hell to get through it. And so they were in instantly the villain where we don't really have a lot of evidence to support it. It's a, no, you're right. You're, you're absolutely right about that. As a matter of fact, it's it's really the grievance, if there is one, is with the NFL. I mean, mm. clearly the way to clean this up was to forfeit a game or to suspend or, or severely fine these guys. And instead, because the league's incented to have the season play out, now we're getting into all these crazy machinations of how we can play games at, on uh, on Thursday morning at uh, at 5.30 a.m. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's that that's the mess. It's re- uh, you're absolutely right, though. It's I guess you can't really target the Titans. A morning game ma- would be okay. fun. Sorry, what'd you say? A morning game would be fun. Like, yeah. you know, let's start, let's wake up at, you know, you wake up at 7.30 and they're halfway through the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, when Jacksonville or whoever goes to London yeah. here on the West Coast, that's what we do. We set the alarm oh my for God, 6.30. That's right. I that's put right. the TV. Oh, it's a dream. 
It's it, a dream. You set the alarm under the cloak of night. You wake up to watch pro football. Sounds action. a little bit like a nightmare to me. Are we sure? Well, uh, they, you have to take precautions. If you have a if you have a, a significant other the night before, you have to have the volume on at nothing, so that when you turn the TV on at six a.m. the next day, you're just you know you don't wake up anyone in the family. So yeah, you do have to. So there's a little Christmas Eve vibe that uh, you know you okay. need to make, take some steps. Um, yeah, it's all a mess. Uh, Another mess is Dave's claim for Buffalo Bills to be America's team. I just don't see it anymore. Um, he wants to dethrone the Dallas Cowboys, who've been America's team for about a half a century. He wants to give it to the Buffalo Bills. I don't know. Their defense isn't any, probably as good as the Cowboys. I'll give you that. Um, otherwise, why, why, uh, why should we move forward with this? Bills is America's team. They lost it, to the Titans, the anti-America's team. In a micro, that's exactly right. <laughs> and in a micro sense, they were, you know, impacted by injuries to key players on uh, on Tuesday night football. Okay, but I'm not going to make excuses for that. Here in 2020, what have we learned? It's that no one is perfect. Everybody has a flaw. You win some. Speak for you yourself, lose, Dave. You lose <laughs> one. Touche, touche, uh, Aunt Char. <laughs> Listen, I, I get it. It, people are cynics here in the 21st century. And at the first sign of trouble, people are jumping off the bandwagon. Damashek, he's doubling down. The people of Buffalo deserve our attention. They deserve our praise. They've gone through some tough times with their pro football team. Yeah, we are aware of what happened back in the, in, in the uh, early 90s. But these are the people who are innovators. Look behind me, if you will. They took chicken the scraps of chicken that no one wanted. They put some spicy sauce, they dipped it in blue cheese, and out came a phenomenon that reigns supreme to this day. I say the Buffalo Bills are America's team. They deserve our support. And you want to talk about taking down the Tennessee Titans in, in week five? Fat. They're trying to do something that no one's been able to do this century. Take down the evil empire named the New England Patriots. This requires, this demands our support. The Buffalo Bills are America's team 2020. And as a matter of fact, to help seal that point, take a look at this. I'm Dave Damashek, and I approve this message. The Dallas Cowboys have laid claim to the title of America's team for the last 42 years. That's not democracy. And anyone who'd say otherwise is fake news. Cousin Sal claims to be a Cowboys fan, yet he grew up in Long Island rooting for a team in Texas. How does that even make sense? Has anyone actually ever seen his birth certificate? What is Cousin Sal hiding underneath his 10-gallon hat? And Mussolini's America. Isn't it time for a new America's team? The Buffalo Bills already oh. had one legendary comeback. Now it's time for another one. What's more red, white, and blue than this? It's time to make things right for a city named for the majestic Buffalo that for some reason decided to name its football team after the guy who tried to kill all the Buffaloes. It's time to circle the wagons. Buffalo Bills for America's Team 2020. Paid for by Dave Damashek and the campaign for the Buffalo Bills America's Team. Oh, my. Oh, my. What? Uh, I don't know what the hell happened there. That is that is despicable. That is low. Dave, you actually said you put money out there. In an effort to boost this ridiculous claim that the Bills are America's team, 
No, yeah, and no, no dark money required. These were small donations <laughs> from good-hearted football Americans who understand what's at stake here as we come down the stretch of 2020. And uh, <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm proud to throw my full weight, and it's well, a considerable weight um, after eating way too many chicken wings. I I am disgusted. I am disgusted in this effort, and the only way I could counter it is to show you the attack ad that i came up with what, what? Do you know that yeah i'm cousin sal and i approve this message dave damashek wants you to believe the buffalo bills are america's team but can dave damashek be trusted to decide on anything american dave drives a german car dave has a european haircut dave prefers polish sausage to good old american hot dogs and now dave wants a team on the border of canada to be america's team would america's team have lost four straight super bowls that's not the america i know the dallas cowboys have given us so many great memories five super bowl wins 28 Hall of Famers. One great catchphrase. How about them Cowboys? The Cowboys are a Thanksgiving tradition. What's the Bills tradition? Drafting bad quarterbacks who choke on hot wings? There are stars on the flag. There is a star on the field. Dave Damashek hates the Cowboys almost as much as he hates the United States of America. Don't let Dave divide us. Don't let Dave have a voice. Seriously, have you heard it? Why should he have one? Paid for by Cousin Sal in the campaign to keep America's team in Dallas. <gasps> you guys, this is art. What are we going to do, Charlotte? I think you're the deciding factor here. I know you mentioned the Chiefs a little, but they screwed us on our uh, extra points for extra pay parlay. Uh, oh, I think we went sure at did. it pretty good there. Yeah, They sure did. Wow. Um, first of all, I am really, and I wondered why I was seeing these running during Tuesday Night Football, but I guess that's <laughs> what this is all about. I want to make an attack ad. Well, I don't have anything to attack. <laughs> this is America. You're certainly uh, out there. You could make an attack ad if you want, but it all only counts November 3rd when you go to the polls and vote for America's team, right? Clearly. Oh, my God. Well, so am I supposed to decide? I can't decide. This you is, could, I feel like you this is comment. That's fine. I mean, whatever you think. I mean, I. <laughs> Don't love either option. Also, didn't didn't Buffalo Wings not originate in Buffalo? I don't know. And I'm not here for your for your <laughs> fake news either. I, I, I you know what? It's transparent what Cousin Sal's up to. He has nothing. So he goes with mean spirited attack ads. I'm behind. Don't look. The choice is simple. That's exactly right. Do you want to live life in the rearview mirror as Cousin Sal would have us do? Yes. Or do you want to steer towards <laughs> uh, the bright horizon that Josh Allen and the red, white and blue Buffalo Bills provide for us all? Okay, if the, I, think, if the, I think the answer would be that 95% of the uh, population would would choose to live life in the rearview mirror at this yes, point. Yes, if the option is look back <laughs> and think about how things were, I'm with the Cowboys. Yes. <laughs> All right, good. You know what? I wouldn't want to live in a, in a present that uh, that puts the spotlight on a guy named Andy. To resolve all the all the ails oh, the, the Dallas Cowboys oh, right no, now, Josh, Andy's, Josh, Andy's okay. going to be the yeah. savior. Come yeah, on, the, let's go, Josh. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I'm glad we got rid of that nonsense. That's. Uh, <laughs> I'm impressed. We honestly, that you. was good stuff.
Jim has been working on that since um, the first week of the ringer, I think. It's been, it's been a long time. But uh, no, we're done. Uh, we can move on for now. Uh, Levy and Bell, speaking of Jim Cunningham, our Hill producer, big Jet fan. I think he's. I think he has uh, abandoned them, right, Jim? Officially, I thought I saw on Twitter that you abandoned the Jets. Yeah, I'm done. You're done. For they real? cut Levy on Bell. Um, they cut him. They looked to trade him. They couldn't get a seventh rounder for him. It seemed like maybe they could get a seventh rounder. I don't know what it was, but the Chiefs were going to pick him up for a seventh rounder, then didn't want to pick up his contract, but now can still potentially pick him up. God forbid Charlotte Wilder's Patriots get Le'Veon Bell. But let me just uh, recap his uh, Jet career. 17 games played, 264 rushes. Uh, none of them were longer than 19 yards. Zero 100-yard games. Four total touchdowns. 27 million dollars and it begs a question dave um i don't know is he a bad egg uh antonio brown certainly seemed to be a bad egg antonio brown levy on bell currently not on teams is mike tomlin is he we talk about phil jackson as the guru being able to keep uh, egos in check my god mike tomlin it seems like he's the one how the hell did he keep this all together or is he the one you go to to become an asshole when you go to another team <laughs> Which <Yeah>. is it? <laughs> he, he uses yep. He warps your brain. Then he sends you out into the world and, say, right. and says, take that. And they, right. He's a, he, they, they go out into the football universe to play spoiler on other pro football teams. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I think it's m my hunch about it is that it, it it has more to do with like being in a band that's an indie band up and coming and then it blows up and has great success and then the band fractures because of the egos that emerge from success that would be my guess here and you know where the that the mistake was for levy and bell he didn't like the way he was being used in Pittsburgh. He thought legitimately like, I feel used, like uh, Charles Bukowski talking about women. I feel used. <laughs> wow. Uh, Levy and Bell thought he was being run into the ground for the glory of the black and gold and not necessarily himself. So he kind of forced his way out of a good situation. Now he's talking about, I want to be on a contender. And at the time he wanted to get paid a lot of money. As it turns out, the Steelers, do pay out their contracts almost fully, whether it's guaranteed money or not. Instead, he chased money up in New York in a bad spot. And now you see the result. And now he really is jammed up. You could see yesterday who was going to take him at that dollar value. I mean, no. the, the contract is way too big for a lousy team. That's a luxury item. And what contender... Levy and Bell has now complained about overusage in Pittsburgh. You guys are running me into the ground. Now he complains to his current head coach, or I guess as of yesterday, his current head coach, uh, about underusage. What what contending team is going to say, you know what our finishing piece is? This bellyacre. Well, I just I, I don't know who's going to grab him right now. Levy and Bellyacre is right. The, I don't know who's going to grab him either, except we all know who's going to grab him. It's going to be Charlotte's Patriots, and we're, we're going to be bummed out because it's going to work out, right? Well, because what's going to happen is you might think most teams might look at it as, you know, why do we want a guy who's going to either be ungrateful for playing or for not playing? Um, and then you have Bill Belichick who gets people at their lowest, you know, mm. when they're like mentally, when they felt somewhat worthless. He's like, you know what? Come on in. You're going to have to play entirely by my rules, but you're going to play and you might even win. And they're like, OK, and it doesn't always last very long. It doesn't always work out. But I do think that he is a master of waiting and figuring out when 
someone has very little to lose and are willing to do exactly what he wants them to do. So you think you wouldn't be surprised if he's wearing uh, Pat's uh, blue and gold. What the hell are their colors? <laughs> I don't know. Red, or, I don't know. Pat's orange and pink. I wouldn't That's be shocked it. at all. <laughs> Well, it didn't. I worried about this, Dave, when Antonio Brown went to the Patriots, but that didn't work out. That was um, I, circumstance more than anything. He's a different. It's a whole yeah. different story. I get it. I understand. But I just worry about Patriots capitalizing on anyone's uh, cast offs. Uh, and that's, I think, what we have here. I mean, yeah, uh, the, the, the Niners make sense in terms of the way they play football, like you right. know the, what you would want in a running back. I mean, listen, at his best, to me, Le'Veon Bell is the best, with the possible exception of Zeke Elliott, the best runner that we've seen in the 21st century. And the difference between Le'Veon Bell and a guy like Zeke is, his, is how good he is as a pass catcher, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in football terms, but... Also, at this point, what evidence have we seen in the last three years now? Three years have we seen 26 really look like that kind of that that difference making kind of running back. Seems like a bunch of headaches. I I, maybe I I get it that maybe Belichick will kick the tires because that's what he does. He kicks the tires on everybody who's available. Mm -hmm. And maybe Levy and Bell in the short term will behave himself and 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 be a, uh, uh, you know, a nice tight lipped guy and not bellyache. Um, for his own benefit. But I also legitimately, it's this a terrible thing to say about a pro football player. I don't know how much Levy and Bell cares about playing football. I mm. think, yeah, I legitimately that, that that's the concern. Um, he wanted to get paid more than he wanted to be in a, in a good situation. So going forward with all the talk about, like you say, Charlotte, about Mike Vrabel and, you know, backs to the wall and all that, does Levy and Bell really fit that kind of description that uh, that that um, will be, you know, a difference maker in an NFL yeah. locker room at this point. Well, you know, what it comes down to, you know, you know what that means? Money, honey. Yeah. Squishing a bug. Yeah. Squishing a bug. You take a bug and that's what it comes down to. For Rub it between your thumb and your forefinger. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if the Patriots could get him and unload that contract and not have to sign him and everything, you, obviously the headaches are out there. But if it, it, if it has minimal effects, if you can cut him, obviously it was a huge headache for the Jets to cut him. They're on the hook for all this money. If another team can do it and not have to worry too much about it, uh, breaking the bank. That's a that's a different story. Um, All right. We'll look into that. Anyway, the Jets, we should start looking at their schedule to see if they are even going to win one game. Um, I still uh, I still have it out there. Jets, Giants. It's going to be the Trevor Lawrence giveaway. The MetLife lifer. Let him be the quarterback for every home game. Only at MetLife. Yes, Dave, he will wear the uniform. Charlotte actually said he could wear the Clemson uniform. But I think that just makes the most sense. Yeah. At the very least, he wears. He doesn't wear a MetLife uniform, right? We'll have to work on that. We'll have to work on that. <laughs> he just wears yeah, an NFL hat, hat like yeah. Rob but, Lowe. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but to connect the to connect it back to the Levy and Bell thing, you know, if the Giants weren't such garbage, that oh. would be uh, that would be a great uh, little New York City-based rivalry oh, for them to too. replace yeah. their former number twenty-six or the guy still like, hey Saquon, just for the rest of this season, I'm going to borrow twenty-six and and run it to glory in that crummy division. Now, I, I hadn't considered this until just now. In that division, is mm. it that ridiculous to suggest that if you put Levy and Bell on yeah. the Giants, that maybe they would win that division? Everyone's one player away in that division or or zero players. As it now, is. I like this idea. This is the move for, for New York City-based intrigue. That would be awesome if this happened. All right. Let's do that, Giants. Um, New York has its problems in football. Uh, Florida. 
I think they have problems. They don't think they have problems. The Florida Gators had five positive tests. Uh, this on the heels of Coach Dan Mullen saying, we want to pack it. We want to pack the swamp. We want to put 90,000 fans in there. Well, you can't even keep the players healthy, but you're going to have 90,000 fans. And it seems like the president, not the pre- well, that, that president too, but the president of the university is okay with this. <laughs> 90,000 fans. Are we, are we, are we there yet? Well, everybody knows that you can't get COVID in Florida, like in within state <laughs> lines, you can't get it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But I, can see that. <laughs> I don't, I'm like, uh, sure it's outside, but what happens when you go into the bathroom or when you breathe on someone else? And I, I mean, those seats are those benches. It's you're <laughs> packed in there. Yeah, it's hard to spread out 90,000 in yeah. a stadium. You're really right on top of one another. I've been to 50, 75. Also, and it's, uh, they've and it's, in it's the crowded. past few years had trouble getting 90,000 people in there. So I don't know. Maybe we should slow down and aim for like, let's yeah. see if we can get 77. <laughs> 77. All right, Dave, can we agree on 77? What the hell is going on in Florida? I mean, you know, I, I, I hate I, I think we could all agree that I'm not cool. But I also don't like yeah. being put in the position to be to, to play school marm and to be a uh, buzzkill. What, what, what the hell are you talking about? You're going to put 90,000 people in the stadium. It's insane. Up is down. Black is white. I don't get it. What are we doing? This what, is 2020. What? It's, the right. literal, yep. it's a literal. It's called the swamp. I mean, <laughs> their, their head coach may or may not have laid naked with a giant fish. I don't I, I, what What in the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what we're doing. We're going to leave this whole thing in FanDuel's lap. Um, they didn't put me in charge of the sports book for a day, but you would think they did with these same game parlays. I love this. Dave, Charlotte, you know we like picking players. Levy and Bell, we could put him in a parlay. All he needs to do is find a team. There are so many different combinations you can play with these same game parlays. Player props, point totals, money lines. I'm getting giddy. Just thinking about it. And the best part is FanDuel will refund the first same game parlay you lose on any NFL game each week up to $10. That means you get to bet a different parlay risk-free every NFL week, all season long, free money. Are you kidding me? Let's take, uh, for instance, Sunday. Dave, the Eagles are playing the Ravens. I know you guys are going to cover this on minus three. Big game. You could take Lamar Jackson. Now, we don't have the uh, the numbers out just yet because it's early in the week. Lamar Jackson over 53 and a half rushing yards, let's say. Um, you could take uh, Miles Sanders under 78 ru- rushing yards. You could take Tucker over two and a half field goals. You can combine them all together. You make a little like a, what is it? Like a, like a quiche. What, what's left over? Like Is it a quiche at the end of the day? That's no. right. Is that That's what right. it is? Frittata. Right. I mean, you yes, know. a frittata. Make your quiche, make your frittata. If you like my picks, go ahead, bet them. You get 10 bucks back. If you don't win, we can do this all season long. FanDuel Sportsbook. Get the app. You play same game parlays. And that is risk-free. FanDuel Sportsbook app. Don't forget to use extra points promo code when you sign up. FanDuelSportsbook.com. Uh uh, sorry, FanDuel Sportsbook app and use extra points when you sign up. There you go, FanDuel. And we will come back Friday with our extra points for extra pay parlay. We lost last week, took a week off. We're going to re, uh, rejuvenate. We, you know, we figured out what do we want, two out of five weeks? Still want a lot of money for the players out there. And we're going to bounce back. Um, oh, NBA. Do we have a prop on Miles Garrett? 
swinging the helmet around. It's a big thing. Attacking innocence. I know it's Wednesday. It's not (laughs) talked about as uh, enough or as much as I thought it would be. This this is a big rivalry and it's in Pittsburgh. I guess the last game was in Cleveland, right? When that happened. Yeah, I mean, there's there's much debate in uh, in that part of football America right now if this counts as a rivalry, and we can have that discussion at a later date. But when one team always beats the other, it doesn't really count as a rivalry. Okay. I think there's a difference but, between hatred between teams and rivalry between teams, and I don't think we make that distinction quite enough in sports, to be honest. That's true. Oh, there's hate now. There's hate, and it's deserved from uh, from the Steelers side at the Browns after right. that ridiculous scene that went down in Cleveland uh, uh, about a year ago mm-hmm. when Miles Garrett attacked a, a uh, backup quarterback right. with a helmet. Like, well, for instance, Joel hates Dave's hair, but there's a rivalry. There's just the, the hatred, <laughs> no. between, right? Joel, right. would you yes. agree with that? Thank you. I mean, I I, I don't like, hate. That hate is a strong word. <laughs> it is. It is. You don't hate. All right. So there's no rivalry and no hate. Um, hey, lots of uh, good submissions for uh, Dave's idea that the Clippers now um, we reported Monday that the Lakers were the NBA champions and that still holds firm. They are still the champions this year. Mm. The Clippers good. are little brother, maybe little, little brother now kick to the curb once again. Dave says they start from scratch. Um, we need a new team name. That'll get things going. That'll get the juices flowing. Um, we had a few offerings. Giovanni Napoli says, uh, just move the team out of L.A. County and name them whatever they want. OK, that's interesting. Tom Rigert says, how about the Hollywood Hollywood stars? Uh, you guys said the Hollywood stars, right? Well, yeah, the Hollywood sorry, stars is good. Sorry, yes. Tom. We, yeah, but yeah, we, we like it. Sorry. And the Hollywood beaches. Uh, George McColgan <laughs> says the Malibu mudslides. <laughs> the, the beaches. I know. We can get <laughs> the really Hollywood uh, beach specific. <laughs> <laughs> the California wildfire. I don't love all that. Ooh. All right. The, the Cali, nah. the Cali cruisers, I guess that supports the Navy and um, like riding bikes down the boulevard and L.A. rush hour. That's interesting. He, uh, who is this? Perry Wajit says the L.A. riot. Nah, we don't, I, I get it. But, and the L.A. dispensers. I think we said that. Um, Charlotte, have you thought of any? I have a couple here. Have you, have yes. you thought of anything? Go ahead. The Seattle Comet. <laughs> that would be very strange. I don't know how Jersey sales would do I'm here in LA. I'm telling you, they got to move to Seattle. That's it bad. should be I think the that Seattle there's something you could so do. If they ever move to Seattle, oh. if any NBA team ever goes there, they right, must be in the socks, yeah. period. Back. But well, that's a joke. It's like, you know. Yeah, it's a joke, Dave. All right, but they're staying in LA. <laughs> but you, so you, have, you have some LA uh, options, too. Yeah, well, I thought the LA convertibles <laughs> would be kind of funny. It's not terrible. <laughs> and when they wait play second, well, when they play well, you'd be like, "Wow, they really took the top down for that game." I like it. But look at look at the absurdity of the Angels. They they're not even in LA County, and they call themselves the Los Angeles Angels. The LA thing is what's got to go. We get the nickname we apply behind that is secondary to to being born anew and washing off LA as we're the second pro basketball team here. Hollywood. I'll even sign off on following the the spirit behind Golden State. That's cool. Okay. Just as the Angels used to be the California Angels. Right. I'll even sign off on the SoCal whatevers. The Calabasas Cabanas. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> the Malibu <not> Rums. <laughs> See, now we're thinking. I think the what we're learning here is there are no um, wrong answers. 
except for uh, everything no, Charlotte maybe says. L.A. riot. No, no. <laughs> uh, how about these? I have some and they all have L.A. in front of them. Uh, L.A. unified. It's not. It's a little inside, Dave. It. it um, <laughs> Dave knows it meant it's really specific to the school district that your kids uh, attend, but also LA Unified. We've come together, and this is our right, team. Right. Right. Okay. Relatable. Not. 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 Not some fancy pants is off at there private school. No. This is. This is a team for the common man. Right. We laughed at uh, Charlotte's uh, LA convertible. You say LA convertibles or Hollywood yeah. convertibles? LA convertibles. LA convertible. I think anything car related. You know, uh, I have LA car chases. The LA um, hot shots. Yeah. The car chases. <laughs> the now car the chase. Indiana Pacers are uh, just, uh, as a, by the way, the Indiana Pacers, it's a, it's a, it's a throwing a bone to another sport altogether, right? This is pace cars and Indy 500. Like, Hey, we want to bring NASCAR into this. Like that makes no sense. All right. Guess what gets more viewership than the Indy 500, any car chase, or at least put them all together. And you got mm -hmm. that. But how about this? This is my favorite one. The LA crystals after Billy crystal, their number one fan. The LA <laughs> crystals. Ah, beautiful. I think it's right. good. If you name a team, the Browns after an owner, why could you name it after uh, a fan who, you know, Billy will leave us in 10, 15 years, hopefully longer than that. But um, and then it's even more special. The L.A. Crystals. Well, if it's a Crystals, you can forecast his death date. You know, you can do all this. Yeah. Voodoo exactly. stuff. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, you know, the the maybe the quakes would work. I think it's very weird, though, as mm. a, as a you rule don't like natural phenomena. <laughs> no, I, well, the the hurricanes is such a weird thing. Hey, what are we known for? Uh, devastating um, natural disaster. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, let's name our football team after that. Is weird. Same thing with the uh, with the Oklahoma with the Oklahoma City Thunder is weird. But if we're gonna go in that direction, we could go quakes. I love the crystals or crystal balls even, mm. um, then they would be shortened to the balls and then it would be on the <laughs> level of the New Jersey Nets who like, that is one of the least creative names out there. Like we want it to be basketball-y. Like what should it be? Like the, yeah. the hardwoods? No. That's what I mean. The bar is so low. Right. I don't like the balls in case LeVar gets a hold of them, Alonzo, mm. and then there's that thing. You gotta, you gotta think ahead. You gotta avoid this stuff, but you're right. Dave. I think there's it's fun. I think it's fun that you guys have made your jokes <laughs> and you've had your fun and that's terrific. But this is a serious minded campaign to help out Los Angeles's other pro basketball team. The Lakers rule supreme. You're never going to catch up to them. I hate to be defeatist Clippers fans, but facts are facts. You're way behind here. L just just burn it all down right. and rise up. Born anew. A whole new brand is what you need. I'm here for you, Steve Ballmer. Haven't gotten back to me on social media yet. <laughs> I await word from your That's the uh, point. emissary. All right. So, yeah, yeah no jokes. We want all serious um, offerings only. And that's at theextrapointsgang at gmail.com. Now, Charlotte, every show tries to clear this up. I still don't know that people are getting it. I don't I get it myself. But you claim there are back-to-back -back E's in that email address. Well, yeah. So, okay, here's the problem. Like, you hear the Extra Points Gang, and you're like, okay, I'm pretty sure I know how to spell it. But then you forget sometimes that there's a double letter. And that double letter is actually – no, people forget this. It's between the the and Extra Points. So it's – well, it's the T-H-E extra E-X – Tea. We're so going to have to draw it out. We're, we're going to, this is, yeah. it's too complicated. The extra okay. points gang at gmail.com. If you reach us, you do. If you don't, you don't. And look at this. Joel sent me a little uh, text message here. He says, Dave needs a whole new brand for his hair. 
I thought we were okay with that. Now we. Uh, this is getting personal. We're not doing. You know, you can do attack getting ads. Personal. This is a, you can this do is attack ads on the issues, he but is, not. His hair doesn't. His hair doesn't match his face. It's like a ten-year-old boy, and a in a forty-year-old man's head. That's so mean, Joel. That is I, mean, Joel. Where are you? That was weird. I have a wait. Ten year olds have beards. A ten year old haircut on a forty. Oh, I see. Old man, I don't. I got. You know what? I'm I'm trading Joel to Cleveland at least for this week. (laughs) Supposed to be from Pittsburgh, and he's attacking me. Careful, careful. Joel's gonna end up Ohio. You creep. (laughs) He's gonna end up on. You don't even have Primantis as your background. <laughs> All right, guys. I, I, come on. Come on. Let's get it together. What were you going to say, Charlotte? Sorry. He's going to end up on the Patriots if you do this, Dave. Yeah. God forbid. <laughs> Good. It's the last thing we want here. Um, all right, let's go to Major League Baseball real quick. Oh, my God. These could be a <laughs> short series. The Dodgers are down. Uh, the Rays are up 3-0 on the Astros. I know MLB wanted Astros Dodgers. It's not looking like that at all, everybody. Dodgers 184 favorite today. Urias uh, against Wright. Um, the Rays one four, minus, minus 144 to close out the Astros. Glass now now on full rest. But for God's sake, Charlotte, we're in trouble. You and I specifically is what's going on here. If Fox gets Rays Braves, which mm-hmm. even you, you can't even say, like it's a, the, the rhyming is we, weird enough. Raise Braves, they're going to start cutting jobs and you're going to lose your digital job. I'm going to lose mine on Fox Bet Live. It's not going to be good. So I don't know what we could do about it. The, the series seemed to be in hand at this point. We're going to have My to God. start a Patreon and, you know, I'll start like selling embroidery on Etsy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but did we really think that in 2020 we could have something as fun as Astros Dodgers? No. You know, what is funny, though, is that I tweeted um, last night when the Astros had that. I think I top of the sixth, they had that total come apart. And uh, I tweeted like, wow, the Astros are having a total come apart. And a bunch of people in my mentions were like, oh, or the Rays are just really good. And I was like, (laughs) are you kidding me? (laughs) It's like, do you know, do you know how baseball works? It's that sometimes people mess up so much that they give the like, yes, the Rays are good. The Rays have been good. The Rays will probably make it. But I'm I am I am really bummed because I think Astros Dodgers would have been I mean, who knows? Maybe there's still a prayer, but that would have been like the most satisfying sports movie narrative type thing of all time that we've seen in years. Absolutely. And Dave, there's different kinds of terrible fandom, like uh, being a Cleveland Browns fan and Detroit Lions. That's awful. Your team never makes it. And then there's like being a Dodger Mm. fan where they just miss out all the time. I'm not saying that's worse than being a Browns or a Lions fan, but there is something to it. It's just a a special kind of uh, F you that you're sending your fans there. Yes. First of all, Charlotte, you should know better that you can't. There is. I wonder if there is a single statement that one could issue on Twitter that w- someone wouldn't push back on. It is happened there to any me. statement so clean that everybody would be like, well, yes, of course, that's true. That yeah. happened is there to anything? Me. That happened what to was me it? when I went viral with Paul Rudd. I did not get a sink. That thing went out of control viral. Not a single person said anything negative. People love Paul Rudd. So much. You know so what? I'm going to find answer. it. I'm going to find it now and write something negative just to prove <laughs> Thank you, wrong. you Sal. Yeah, yeah. Just to prove the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel bad for the, <laughs> for the way the Dodgers are tracking here yet again. Clayton Kershaw shut down with the, uh, 
with back spasms, the greatest pitcher of at least the last decade and some way might make a case uh, the best pitcher since Sandy Koufax, if not even better. Um, either way, yeah, I guess in 25 years or so, me or uh, or one of my children is going to have to start a campaign to make them America's team mm-hmm. um, because they're suffering like Buffalo Bills did in uh. the early 90s. Um, yeah, I, it, it's a tough, that, that's a fun philosophical conversation as long as you're on the right side. Well, I guess I'm a pirates fan for the last 20 years. And so I know a little bit about that pain of being out of things by, you know, June 1st or whatever. I think you're better off with that vibe of like, we never stood a chance versus getting to the playoffs year after year after year. And this is going to be a heartbreaking defeat again. I think that's worse. I I think just just know that you're lovable losers or unlovable losers and just never in it to begin with. What else is new? We stink. We stink every year is is much that's a that's a more mild pain than than the angst and yeah and, i think and, it i think it takes fewer years off your life right if yeah, you're if you're right. out of it by june 1st then where well, it's like it, it rooting painstakingly you know it's like if someone's leading you on and you're like oh so you're saying there's a chance and then they're mm-hmm. just always like ah maybe yeah. not it's like that's yeah. way i would much rather have someone just be like oh yeah we're never gonna date and i'd be like right. okay sweet you know is i'll this, enjoy i'll enjoy this, looking at you but right. like, <laughs> is this something you want to talk about charlotte is there something no no, no. <laughs> i'm saying that's a situation people can relate to i'm being relatable yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you. All right. So uh, for the sake of mine and for the sake of uh, Charlotte's Fox jobs, um, please, uh, please, Dodgers, um, Astros, make this a series. At least we we need six or seven games. They're going to have like five days off. I don't think the World Series starts on Tuesday. Yeah, we definitely need to feed families. Look at me. I'm famished. <laughs> and that, I mean, it, I really, it, it, it is perfect. I mean, first of all, we're going to see the swamp uh, with 90,000 and then that shitbag stadium that the Rays <laughs> play in. Like, I mean, it's just what a what what a grotesquerie. Everywhere you look, it feels like. Right. <laughs> that, that's what we're going to have to look at now. The the Rays in the World Series yeah. and that. Uh, I, I mean, it's even. Just to my eyeball on TV, it looks it looks dreadful right. to be in there. I can't imagine that the fall classic, that's what it's going to be resigned to. But it seems fitting. That well, Joel just texted me. How dare Dave talk about other grotesqueries when he. No, he didn't. He didn't. Start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm starting. I'm starting. Shit. That's not true. Uh, all right. Well, Dave, we got a lot going on. We got baseball and uh, no NFL game. You're right. We have no NFL game today or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Titans. No Thursday night football. But uh, coming up this weekend, we're going to have our parlay on Friday. What else do you have to plug? Well, I am excited for Browns and Steelers, a relevant game between two longtime foes in the same division. And we're going to celebrate that on minus three with uh, with my old pal, Mark Sessler, one of the great voices in pro football mm. from uh, from around the NFL um, podcast, a, a swell fella and a diehard Browns fan somehow has survived the the well, I was going to say the ups, but I guess like we described, mostly downs and painful ones at that. And we're going to go head to head talking about Baker versus Big Ben and so on and so forth on minus three. Check it out. There you go. And he's at Damashek. If you want to find him on Twitter at the Wilder Things, Young yes, Charlotte. Sir. Well, what you got sorry, going I just on? almost knocked my computer over. That's all right. uh, young Charlotte, what do I got going on? We're going to have a new episode of the People's Sports Podcast out tomorrow. Should be a fun one. Um, I've got. A cool interview um, that I did with Malcolm Jenkins um, that'll be coming out pretty sure Friday or Saturday. Uh, 
few other things. I'm writing. The NFL recap is up. I roasted the Jets again. So just, you know, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, you know where to find me. <laughs> uh, how do you roast the Jets these days? It's, <laughs> so it's, I almost feel what, bad. It's like kicking a puppy. I know there's so many different ways to attack it. Um, I have uh, laugh lines with Rachel Bonetta. Tomorrow we have, uh, yes, minus three. Listen to Dave and Jeff and Eddie Spaghetti. That's later in the week. We have the Lemon Pepper Parlay guys, TJ Hushmanzada and Rob Parker. And then you have Jen Piacenti and Jerry Ferreira at Waiver Wire. They're going to get you set for all your fantasy needs this weekend. And we come back Friday, extra points. We're going to have our extra points for extra pay parlay. Going to pay out big this week, we promise. And as a reminder, even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember, you're all my favorites. See you Friday.